Well, you know, the timing of life is not always something that we can um, plan, right? So here we are in this 2021, and we like to plan things. But God says, you know what? Trust me with my planning. Trust me with my ways. And you'll find that that's the better way to go. Well, that's exactly what we begin to talk about today in the in the kind of the thick of today's podcast. Well, welcome to Crossroads 98. I'm Steve Hollis. I've got uh, two of my family members here with me today. One is my father-in-law. That is Eddie Hammond, our senior pastor. And my son, my 21-year-old son, Josiah. I really appreciate you being in here, Josie, and uh, welcome, guys. Glad you're here. Are you glad to be here? We are glad, aren't we, Josie? <laughs> we are ecstatic. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say, We are so overjoyed we can't sit still. Eddie, Eddie was in the midst of drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. Josiah was waiting for Pap, yeah. uh, which, which is Eddie's name for uh, the, the, the boys and as they've grown up. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's good to good to have you here today. Um, the... Uh, you're wearing a good old Cubbies oh, yeah. uh, hat a, today, a, one of those old, uh, but the Braves did it. Heritage hats or whatever. Yeah. That's the old Cub signal or symbol, that's right? So to speak. But the Braves took the World oh, Series. My. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that long home run. Uh, they the Soler hit uh, last night, pretty crazy. I guess that we found out this morning that uh, there's some governor's races that are being uh, decided. There was uh, one in Virginia, one in New Jersey, and some kind of an interesting things. So, what else yeah. you guys got? Well, we packed 15,000 meals for Haiti Sunday. That's exactly what, right? Big we sure deal. did. It's amazing that within a couple hours you could do that, but that system is perfected and it's set up and everybody gets to help. I appreciate uh, all the people that came to help. We had more than enough and that's un- almost unusual sometimes. So I know Marty was uh, uh, impressed with uh, what we're doing for Haiti as well and uh, her presentation, excuse me, was really good. Uh, they're hurting down there and uh, God has called us to help alleviate some of that suffering. You know, it's difficult to do and in this midst it with the COVID course and now with um, kidnappers, so I think people are a little reluctant to sign on to go, um, but we'll see what happens. I don't know, you know, I haven't heard anything about the people that's kidnapped, but I know conditions down there and I am, it's frightful to think on what kind of conditions they're being held in, so mm-hmm. might pray for them folks. Absolutely. Well, last week was Haiti's, uh, Haiti Sunday uh, here at Crossroads. We, we do that once a year. and really uh, take a Sunday to focus in on. It was a, it was a great focus. We had a great chance to uh, to hear from Marnie, as, as Eddie has said. Uh, we had a chance to pack those 15,000 uh, meals, um, supply that, and that will go to Haiti. And we also um, were presented with being able to uh, sponsor children and um, do that as well. And so uh, really just such a neat impact uh, to be reminded of the missional way outside of the U.S. that we can be a part of all of that and uh, some good stuff. So, yeah, um, really is important to uh, to remember them in, in prayer. And, in fact, why don't we just do that right now as we um, are continuing on with this podcast. Let's just pause and give uh, uh, 
just just have offer a word of prayer for them. Father, I'm thankful that you're the God. You're the one who loves, restores, and renews a life and lives and a country for you. Lord, we bring Haiti to you. We thank you for the, for the precious people there, and we thank you for uh, what we're being able to, um, to do about stepping in to be a part uh, as we have been for many years, but continually to be a part of their, uh, m- the mission there. And I just pray that you would go and use these meals. You would go and use these funds that are going towards sponsoring and continue to use the people of New Life for Haiti uh, and so many others, Lord, that, that have been appro- uh, appropriated or uh, positioned to um, do a great work down there in Haiti. And I just pray, Lord, that you would work in them today, protect the people there. Lord, bless them, please. Uh, work in a mighty way. Lord, free the captives of these, these kidnappers that, that have... Um, uh, Lord, it, it is a mess. You know and see it all, but you're not a God of chaos. You're a God that can work in the chaos and you, you just uh, destroy evil. Um, remove things that are necessary and bring a united front um, for your for your betterment, for your uh, love. And I just pray, Lord, that that would be the thrust that people will see down in Haiti, that your love, your power will overcome uh, the, so much evil down there. But Lord, I just pray that you would protect them, protect the people. And... Um, Lord, we just want to say thank you for them. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, as uh, as we've kind of talked a little bit about that uh, and kind of had stepped right into talking about Haiti, um, it's good to to be able to, to talk about some things that are um, coming up. We always kind of mention that. We talk a little bit about uh, what you've got in store. Now, Pastor, I... I think you're probably itching to preach, aren't you? I mean, you. Oh, I'd like to say <laughs> I am, but I've enjoyed those three weeks off. I, I envy people. They just get to sit out there and eat donuts and drink coffee, occasionally nap if they so choose. But well, nonetheless, yeah, I need to. I, I, I know what you're saying. After you're out of pulpit for a while, you you have kind of an itching to get back in, but uh, yeah. Well, uh, this week's uh, message is entitled, God's Timing is Perfect. And uh, Josiah and I were having breakfast earlier on today, and and um, I, I kind of looked up at him, and I thought, buddy, do you want to come and join us today? You know, it's been a while since you've been a part of the podcast, and so it's really good to have you here. Um, got uh, some new exciting news that just happened to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in, I'm engaged. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty st- uh, pretty stoked. Is what I've been telling everybody. <laughs> stoked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a weird weird phrase. Yeah, a little Southern California. Uh, stoked. Yeah. He's stoked. Yeah. yeah. So you're engaged. Who are you engaged to? Bailey Flath, my high school sweetheart. Yes. Four years. Well, that is exciting. Yeah. It's exciting and. Uh, uh, different interesting opportunities in life and talking yeah. about timing today there's there's probably going to be some things as we talk about that that you might want to share and i'm yeah, kind of glad that god nudged me to 
to ask you to be a part here today. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thanks for being a part. That is exciting, by the way. Not just within our realm here as family, but um, it's exciting as a as a whole. Yeah. Well, and uh, I wonder if poor Bailey really realizes what she's signing. No, up she for does. With yeah, no, family. she's seen the she's seen the, uh, the weird side of me. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, not I'm just not talking you. about you. I'm talking about us. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm talking about. The I whole, thought you were talking about my. Goofiness. I'm talking about the whole mess. You no, know, yeah. we got there, there's well, a lot of, Yeah, she knows. Well, I, a lot of know. folks involved in. Well, that. her her grandma gives me a lot of grief. Her. Uh, Ellen. Ellen gives me a lot of grief. No. She calls me uh, every name in the book that's not my name. And by the book, I mean the Bible. She calls me like Hezekiah and like pretty much from the from day one, she's decided to call me every Aya name that's not my actual oh, name. Oh, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, maybe not necessarily that she does, has forgotten your name. No, 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 no. She knows my name. She just to chooses to use all these biblical yeah, yeah. names to. As long as she don't call you Ahab. Exactly. Well, <laughs> uh, on uh, on um, he was. I think it was my post, and uh, Crystal commented Bailey's mom, and then Ellen was like, "Now I get to torment you for a long time to come." So I was like, "Hooray." Yeah, so, in a good uh, way though. So. Well, it is exciting, and isn't it something as you start to look at joining the two families, you know, yeah. and the different aspects of that, and uh, it is exciting, exciting times. Now I know that we don't have a date set yet, um, we have an and idea, um, but, yeah. you know, I know that you, there's talks and stuff, but it's exciting, mm-hmm. um, and I know uh, that we, of course, are looking forward to adding Bailey to the family. And I sure. told Bailey Sunday, I said, well, be praying about it. You'll be hard-pressed to find a good preacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're completely families, s- families infested, infested with them. Infested, yeah. yeah. completely <laughs> surrounded. Yeah. No. yeah. Oh, Pap, Papal, Dad. It'd be hard to throw a rock and not hit a preacher. Yeah, that's that exactly right. Yeah. Well, Pastor, why don't you go ahead and lead into it there, buddy? Well, the title of this message, we're going back into Ecclesiastes. As God's timing is perfect. But I think the problem in life sometimes is that uh, God's time doesn't line up with ours, and that causes some frustration sometimes. I, I think life is frustrating a lot of times, and like I said, God's timing's not ours. Uh, you remember this song from the 80s, Don't Worry, Be Happy. You know, I think the song gives us a little good counsel. In every life we have some trouble. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. And then he goes Bobby on. McFerrin. Bobby McFerrin Done goes on and on and on. I, yeah, that's, and in the eight, in, in the nineties, you had Hakuna Matata. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it means no worries. For the rest of your days, it's the problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. They was always that warthog. I think he was a warthog. But yeah. I, I think we realize that uh, this this life is impossible to try to. Uh, achieve a place where there's no frustration. Ecclesiastes reminds us that even when we have food, clothing, and apple products, life is still frustrating. Murphy has a law for a reason. You know, Murphy's law. If something's going to go wrong. It's going to. It's going to go wrong. Actually, technology is, uh, was used to create weaponry that quite literally could destroy the world. That's kind of where, and we still we don't talk about that much anymore. But we know that it's there. And now, as we, we think about life, uh, we've discovered how to kill millions of people with a virus. Mm. Regardless of where it comes from, whatever, it has proven itself that when it's out there, you don't stop it immediately and it, it almost runs its course, you know. And, and that's kind of, you know, you talk a, a little about that and then we think, well, we're, you know, 
where is where is God in all this? And we have to realize that we're in a constant need of God for God's guidance and direction. Uh, John First John three twenty says God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. Kind of a springboard off of that in Ecclesiastes, and then we'll go back next after this week. But there are seven passages that really highlight about God's timing. The first is Second Peter three eight and nine that God is patient. What we may comprehend as seeing as a slow response is due to God not listening to us. We are not taking time to be patient. God is patient with us, and we in return should be patient with Him. And then. I'm not going to read these, but that's that's kind of it. Second Peter three eight and nine, and then secondly, God directs Proverbs sixteen nine. This is a short verse. If their heart, if their hearts in their hearts, human plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Number three is 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 his time. Ecclesiastic three one, and that's what we talked about uh, three weeks ago. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. And, he, you know, Solomon went on a time to be born, a time to die, and all these, and they all have their place. The fourth was live for today, Proverbs 27. One, do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. It, it's the, the whole point that we live for that day. God has given us that 24 hours with it, to live within that. Five, hope and a future, Jeremiah 29, 11. This is one of my favorite verses. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Six, the sixth verse, Lamentations 3.25.2. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It, and it, I think it's hard for us... Uh, I'm not, I guess if I had one of my weaknesses, one of my many is, is lack of patience. I don't like to wait. I like to get it done and move on. But just waiting is, is tough business. And the last one, Steve, is one of your favorite verses, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Submit to him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight or he will direct your path. God's timing is perfect. So when that's we come down to that to that point that we the thing about messages is we sometimes think they're for someone else mm-hmm. especially if it's a spouse or some point you're trying to make or one of your friends or whatever you see somebody in the church and they're thinking man I hope they're getting this because this message is specifically for them <laughs> but that's not that could be true but it's for every it's for everybody right every message we hear we need to line ourselves up and and what is god trying to say to me he might say 15 or 20 different things through one message to 15 or 20 different people that's how he works every 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 sermon is specialized to speak to every heart i i, I believe that i and i think that's the point mm-hmm. um ecclesiastes points us to the stark reality that all our problems are spiritual problems there's no problems we have that aren't spiritual. Every We can name and label and stereotype and whatever, but when it boils right down to it, because we are spiritual people in Christ, and the problems we have is is it's coming from a, a spiritual nature. You know, what's our hope? God's word, God's guidance, God's instruction, God's direction, if we listen and obey. You know, God is patient, God directs, his timing is perfect. We are to live for today, and 
we, he gives us a hope in the future. He wants us to wait quietly. And, and actually, the last thing, he wants us to submit to him and uh, listen to his voice. So in our life, we make choices and we set time up or take time away. But really, it's trying to live life on God's timing. When was it time for you to be engaged? When will it be time for you guys to get married? God knows all that. He might not be telling you yet, but yeah. it's, it's there because his timing, you know, like I said, it's perfect. And man, I've heard tons of stories through life from believers that that God either urged them to go or shut the door and urged them to stay, and it was for a reason. I've heard of people that really felt the Lord say, don't get on that airplane or don't drive to a city on a certain day, and then you find out they had this terrible car wreck or something. But it, it, it's just his timing is uh, is perfect. I don't mean to belabor that point, but uh, that's kind of that's kind of where we're going on that, Steve. Yeah, Josiah, make reference to to some of those things of mm-hmm. how it pertains to your life a little bit. Well, um, well, uh, not too long ago, about three weeks ago. Um, Four maybe now can't remember, but I uh, made a pretty uh, big decision that I talked to Dad about for I don't know three weeks about. Um, decided to withdraw from school for the semester, and you know it's it's a lot. It's led to a lot of questions about whether or not I'm going to be going back to ISU or in general. And so, um, and especially, I mean, with planning on getting engaged with Bailey, it was kind of an interesting time if you compare it because you're like, well, you know, you're moving forward with your, with your adult life, but you kind of put hold on another aspect of it. And so, but I don't know. Um, I just felt like God really brought it up. It, it, I, it started off as a as a joke because I was overwhelmed with school one night with Bailey. I was frustrated and overwhelmed as I usually was with school, and I just happened to bring it up like, "Oh, what if I what if I withdrew? What if I dropped out?" And she was like, and she actually, you know, addressed my frustration and said, "I, you know, if you wanted to do that, I I support you, you know." And so we actually started talking about it. And I mentioned it to mom and dad, and they weren't the most uh, stoked, as you would say, uh, to hear about it at first. But um, I'd say I'd say that we were just it was it was you were taken aback, I think. Right, and, and it'll be interesting to put some perspective in this in just a second. Yeah, but yeah. it's it from my own life, but as we talked, but to share with people, but yeah, but it's very interesting. You know, because the main concern was immediate, but then as we heard your heart, mm-hmm. but go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much it was just like I had gotten to a point where I, you know, I started out in chemistry when I first started at ISU and then didn't like that, switched to music business because I liked music and it was okay for a while, but I just felt like I wasn't finding my calling in the area of music business. I had quite a bit of frustrations with the school that I was going to and I don't know I just felt really sort of um, I don't know kind of lost like I was kind of floating and actually it kind of relates back to last year um, to both semesters of 20 um, 
2020 and 2021, I, um, yeah, it was probably, probably one of the toughest times I've ever experienced in my life. I was in a, I would probably say a, a low point. Just, uh, mental health was not very good. Spiritual health was not very good. I felt very distant from God. I felt very disconnected. And I mean, questions about, about him and about where life was going and, and I mean, I think it relates back to what you said, Pap, about, you know, God's time, it doesn't match up with our time. We want answers now. And so I was like, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to be when I grow up? You know, what do you want me to, where, where am I supposed to go? Because I feel really, really lost at the moment. And I just felt like I wasn't ever getting an answer. But, and I was really, I was upset. I was frustrated. And I felt really disconnected from God. I had doubts about God, you know, if God was real that stuff and I think I just had to kind of get broken down to a point of just utter surrender just being like God I'm just going to put my faith in you and choose to have hope rather than complete despair and I trust that it's going to work out and um, you know a year I mean mean, half a year later I mean that was the spring of last year and then fall of this year was whenever I started talking about dropping out and then it just felt like God was really starting to open up the doors to do that because it was like I mentioned it to Bailey as a joke and then it became a serious topic and then I felt like God was really putting on my heart to keep bringing it up to keep thinking about it to keep praying about it and then it was just like doors kept opening and really just really guiding me to that decision and so it was kind of strange I felt felt kind of a little bit like a brat that God was answering my questions so quickly this time around where I was just like man this is like what I prayed about last fall or last spring whenever I was at my low point and now that I'm doing better God is finally answering it on his own time but it took getting broken down and choosing to have faith when it was hard to believe that helped me kind of like solidify my faith at that point in time and then now that my faith was more solid he was able to start to move forward in those plans so it was pretty it's pretty cool well yeah that's that's exactly right charles Wendell said that in all his preaching and dealing with god god's only told him why once yeah and when we ask those questions that's uh, I hope God never says, "I'll tell you when you get home." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. To, I'm I'm ready to go, but then I'm not ready. You know. Yeah, home meaning so, heaven. I think heaven, is what yeah, you're absolutely. Saying. Sure. Yeah. You know, I think that it add a little bit of a, a, you know, some of the aspect of what I was mentioning from before, when I was um, in Josiah's um, life and his, um, the way that things have kind of come to maturity and, and different aspects of of his life uh, resemble mine uh, to some extent um, and they even even in this uh, aspect of things um, there are God's timing is is amazing if we allow him to work in us and we submit to and obedient be obedient to his call and to his will he will work and sort things out. When Stacy and I were uh, wed or uh, engaged to be wed, um, 
there was, we were going, after we got married, um, went back to Olivet Nazarene University where I had gone three years of school there. I had uh, hours accumulating up, but just getting that, grabbing that understanding of what I was to do, right? That what, where are you leading me? And it just wasn't falling together at that point in time. I felt like because at that point that we'd gotten married and Stacy doing so well in school, knew where she was going in the teaching realm and everything else, um, I needed to step back. And so I had, I had at that point in time stepped out of school and uh, supported, you know, I was a supporting factor. Um, well, interestingly enough, you know, as God continues to pursue us and and the calling in my life and had led me to full-time ministry and and um, uh, the different areas, it, it's it's in His timing, it's in His purpose, uh, you know. And here I here I am now. Your your hours caught up with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and so all of these things that that God was purposing us and working in us and is working in you Josiah is is of God's timing and even this very thing as you've described God uh, pressing into your heart recognizing that um, that you need to put a pause on that part of school because sometimes I think we come out of uh, right out of high school and we think well our next step is college well yeah well I um I come to the realization over the semester that uh, society is kind of like uh, I don't know. I kind of let a lot of impact from society kind of get in my head, saying like, "Oh, you have to, you have to go to college in order to be seen as an equal. You have to be go. You have to go to college and get an education in order to be to accepted have, to be accepted and to have you know to be seen as an equal on the same playing field as everybody else and to be able to get the best job possible and to be able to make the money that you need to support and obviously degrees are it's proof of you having knowledge and all that stuff and I understand why but I think also society is it's just yeah I I, I, I let it I was afraid to drop out because I was afraid of being left behind. I was afraid of people looking down at me for my decision. Um, or even what's next, right? Yeah, and what's next. And that, uh, yeah, and so basically that entire thing. And so it was, um, yeah, it, that was that was tough. But I think, I think that's a whole lot of mumbo, mumbo, mumbo jumbo, I guess. <laughs> I, I think that your worth is not um, decided by um, that and you right. are... Your identity, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Your identity is not found in in what society has brought to the plate, but what mm -hmm. God is mm -hmm. leading and directing in each of our lives. Yeah. And so I think it's why it's so important to have mentors around uh, us as we're leading. And, you know, you and I, and, and of course, Mom and Pap and, and Papa and, yep. and many, many others have, have um, placed, uh, had a time to talk with you to not tell you what to do but more so uh help and guide right yeah. and um ultimately that decision of course is yours it's your life and god is wooing and, and leading you for sure well right out of high school i went to college and went one semester and uh, i didn't go to class 
My dad thought I was in school. I was over goofing off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then in my 40s, I went back and finished. Yeah. So yeah. that was how, that's why it was a long spell. Yeah. In there, and there was a lot of stuff happened. But uh, yeah, it's a, I think I think it's it's just a simp- sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered that about places as well. A lot of people get a four-year degree and never use it. Yeah. But it's the fact that you've got a piece of paper you can show them. Hey, look, I I accomplished this. And yeah. But there are some fabulous jobs out there mm-hmm. that make a lot of money that they don't require a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not play, downplaying that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, saying the way it is and yeah. the path that God mm-hmm. takes you down. Well, I think the thing about it is, is that there's nothing wrong. I mean, like. College is, is is a wonderful opportunity, and, and getting a and degree, God can use it. Yeah, and getting yeah, a degree yeah. is obviously like I, I was not trying to downplay that in any way. But when I was in the system of it in in ISU, and uh, me and my buddy Ryan would talk about it all the time, we felt like we were just on like a mouse wheel. We felt like we were a part of the rat race, in, in the sense of we're out of high school, and they're trying to be like, now you choose your classes and this and this and this, <laughs> and we're going to try to get you out of here as quickly as possible, and so. Um, my biggest gripe w- with it was that I felt like a number. I didn't feel like a, I don't know, I didn't feel like a person necessarily. Um, but it, I think it was just kind of how I was feeling and how I de- I wasn't, you know, I didn't feel like what I was doing was was uh, going to connect with what I wanted to do or what I saw a future in, I guess. So, but I think. The time, when the time when the time is right, I think college is, is very good. And I think that that also, as we have been talking about, uh, as you would agree, and as we all would agree, God's timing. As we even you and I talked about this this morning, Josiah, over breakfast was um, about that surrendering and being obedient. Mm-hmm. And as we surrender and are obedient to the Father and and do it on a daily basis. Uh, in this time of sorting things out, and, and, and you're working right now and work uh, at Starbucks yep. um, as shift manager. You've got these different things going on, but you're also working um, with your creativity and your music and, yep. and um, uh, working on constructing uh, these things that are, that are a part of your uh, upbringing and, and a part of who you are. And that creative uh, aspect of you that is um, that is also a part. You're doing something. So I think that a lot of times we get lost in not doing anything. Yeah. And just doing the mundane and yeah. being complacent. But what we need to do is we need to actually move forward in some of the ways that we are, uh, that God is wooing us or, and lean, leading us. And, and that right there um, is a big part of it for you. Uh, you're creative, you're musical, uh, you've got wonderful talent, and God can use those in unique ways. Unlike anything, like you know, here's here's your papa or your pap right there, and and here's your dad right here, and it, it doesn't have to look anything like us. Yeah, you know, um, and and God can continue to use you for His glory, mm-hmm. uh, and in this kingdom work, um, and it might look totally completely different as it does for many mm. you know not everybody's a minister yeah. and not everybody's a, a a teacher or like your mom or or uh, you know down the line right you 
we just know that the most important thing is to stay connected um, and, and obedient to His will. Yeah, God's timing. Great stuff. Well, it's just really cool how, um, you know, I didn't intend to have breakfast with you the, this morning, although it was kind of one of those early morning, hey, I'll wake you up, let's see what you think about doing breakfast later on. We yeah. did it, and uh, in the midst of it, I said, hey, we're, it'd be great to have you, but it was a part of, part of the podcast today. So thanks for joining us here today. Yeah, of course, yeah. And, and uh, sharing. You know, I, I think if we had time, we'd share all of it about how God, yeah. how God's hand was absolutely confirming yeah, well, I think, your decision. I think God knows me pretty well, and he knows the fact that I need, like, tenfold reassurance. And so... It was amazing this time that he did it this way. Yeah, I know. It was, it was wild because uh, Bailey could tell you it's one of the things she's most frustrated with me about, but I need reassurance... That, like so much because I just I constantly doubt everything and like every decision I make and I think well your middle name's not Thomas huh <laughs> doubting Thomas oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. however so. I do I do worry a whole lot and so um Bailey can attest to that but I think God was just kind of like alright man well I'll give you no choice to worry I'm well not. isn't that interesting and, and let me just ask you this what was the main thing that he showed you? Because I know this already. But uh-huh. it just what was the main thing that he brought out of that, uh, as far as between you and him? What do you mean? What was what was the thing that he he was he was leading you to have faith in in this process and this timing? But what was it that he was he was saying through this that the relationship between you and him? between you and God. Oh, like to relax? Is that what you're talking about? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just like, chill out, pretty much. And 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 focus in on, I think this is what you'd said, or what we'd, even what you were leaning in towards, what you had also found out from another individual that yeah. had shared some things with you, that he was talking about, instead of worrying about the the... the the feeling of what you needed to do, but to relax, like as you just said, and to be a son, mm-hmm. to be yeah. his child. Yeah. Work on that relationship yeah. with him. Yeah, because for a long time in my in my faith, it was like, oh, I have to, I have to, oh, I have to do a devotion today. That's a the part of my checklist of things I have to do, and it was a chore. And when I sat down to do it, it was like, uh, and I was tired and started to focus and. I just wanted to play video games or something, and so it was like a chore to sit down and spend time with God, and so that was kind of an eye-opener. He's just being like, you know, relax, find balance in it type thing, and yeah, that type of stuff, so. It's it's so important as we, as we hear this, as, as we hear your testimony about this particular present time. Um, and as we're all reminded that it is about a relationship between a father and his child, uh, each of us, as we're listening to this today, are reminded that that is first and foremost where it has to all start every day, being reminded that as we empty ourselves into him, it's an emptying into the father who cares. He pours into us, and then from that, He's able to use us in grand and wonderful ways. Sometimes it's just in 
like having coffee today when we when we were sitting yeah. down. And some other times it's standing in front of people and speaking. And some other times it's serving people yeah. uh, where you know uh, at our workplace. Um, but whatever we're doing and whatever we're uh, going about, God has poured in us and now is being able to be used through us. Well, and one thing about it, we, we hear this, that when we pray, God, there's three answers. No, yes, and wait. Wait? Why do we wait? Because his timing is perfect. And ours Amen. is. That's, that, I don't like wait. I like yes. I always most say, God, if you're not going to tell me no or wait, don't tell it to me. Just let me think it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell me yes, you know, that's the thing. And I think that's what most of us rely on. And then if we don't get a yes answer, we have issues with God. So that's a whole other story. That's where we're at. That's right. Well, would you like to pray for us? Lord, we love you. I thank you for your perfect timing. Uh, Although we, as your kids, don't always take advantage of that because uh, we're impatient. Uh, I think our culture helps lend to that because it's so fast-paced and everything's just bang, bang, bang. It's uh, you, you try to get our attention and uh, to be able to speak to us, to work things out, and sometimes we're too busy. Uh, we leave you out. And, uh, but here's the thing, God. Uh, there's nothing more, nothing less that we can do at this exact moment to make you love us any more than you do right now. I, I, I ponder that, and it just about, uh, I just can't grasp it, actually, because we're so conditional. You're not. Your love is unconditional. So I thank for all the listeners, Lord, that hear this today, and I pray for Josiah as he continues to seek uh, your uh, wisdom and your guidance in his life and as his mm-hmm. life lies uh, before him, uh, as it unfolds, Lord, I just pray that you continue to give him guidance as uh, well as the rest of our family as well and for those folks that uh, we call brothers and sisters in you. Thanks again for Steve and his leadership, Lord. We just ask that you bless this podcast and uh, we ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. And another thing that was freeing here today there wasn't any deacons to uh, uh, <laughs> cast any um, harassment upon their pastor oh, I so I, I appreciate that so <laughs> well I, as we as we wrap it up today Josiah would you recite Proverbs 3 5 and 6 quote it uh, yeah uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understandings but in all of your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths Amen. Proverbs 3 5 and 6 Amen Well, with that word, we would like to close now and say goodbye. Thank you for joining us here today in this podcast.